My name is Emily McCormick, and this changed my life. What's this, you ask? Good question. You'll find the answer as you listen in. My friends and I dive into everything from faith to fashion, culture to coffee, purpose to parenting, leadership to love, and so much more. So settle in and let's learn and laugh together. Hello, friends. This is the last podcast on here in 2021. Crazy. Gosh, I feel like so much has happened for me personally in the last 12 months. And it's just really cool to look back. Not all good, of course. There's some stuff that I feel like I will grieve and look back and think, man, I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to I be different in 2022. And I don't know about you, but the word resolution, the New Year's resolution idea, goals, resolutions, all that, sometimes is it can get a bad rap because it feels like it's usually tied to weight of like, oh, well, I guess I got to stop eating sugar for the next six months, which if that's what you want to do, do it. But it can be so attached to this like, I either complete something or I'm a failure. And so then we throw it all you know, we throw it out altogether rather than having some kind of balance, even a little nuance, but still saying, you know what, I want to reflect and respond to the last year. There is something really profound about seasons, about a calendar, about birthdays to reflect on your last year, about anniversaries, about a new year starting in January where it would be, I think we would be missing something if we did not at least pause and reflect and respond to the last year, to looking ahead. And you don't have to make a list of 20 resolutions that you know ahead of time that are not measurable, that are not doable, that are not long lasting. You know, maybe some things it's like, I want to do this once, which you know, okay, I can do that. I can measure it. But some are, I think, need to be a little bit more specific and based on your reflecting from the last year. So one thing, um, as I as I've personally have just been thinking about it, um, that come to my mind for me personally are, I want to read more. I am starting seminary, so that's going to be built in where I'm going to have to read more. So for me, that's there. But attached to that, it's not just write down, read more. Well, I have to reflect and think, okay, where is my margin? Where do I have time? Um, well, for me, it's early mornings. Okay, so that means my action step is, okay, if I want to read more and I need to get up early in the morning, well, it's a given that I need to go to bed earlier. Okay, so what prevents me from going to bed earlier? So there's actually steps that I can take. So if you're saying that, or if, if, if yours is read more, and you don't know where to start. So what would your action step be? Who do I need to talk to that would have recommendations on the things that I want to read? Or here's another one, less scrolling and wasting time scrolling through social media. Okay, I need to have an action step. Maybe I put a timer on my phone that measures and says you have 30 minutes for Instagram every day, and it will warn you. It'll give you like a you know, kind of the timer when you surpass that or when, or when you've met that. That's an action step. It can't just be less social media. Because if one day I do more, then I've failed for the whole time. But make stuff that you can measure and actually do. Um, you should absolutely check out Sharon Miller on Instagram. She's incredible. I love her. Um, but she just posted something that is like an easy read and respond to how your social media kind of activity was in the last year. And then action steps. And I think she even pairs it with scripture 
for the reflection. So I'm giving you an action step. Go on there. I think we all need to evaluate our social media. So go check out Sharon Miller um, on Instagram. For me, more quiet listening, not just speaking and and saying prayers, but actually responding and reflecting and being quiet and listening to what God might speak to me. If we don't leave space, we won't hear. Um, And so really wanting to be quiet and listen. So I need to create space. Maybe it starts small where I say, I'm going to sit for three minutes and I set a timer three minutes in the morning when I'm already getting up early to read. And maybe I set the timer and I stand up because sometimes if I sit, I'm too tired or I get distracted. If I just stand up in the middle of the living room where I can't clean something, I can't sort something, but I'm standing there with nothing to do, no one around. And I'm just palms up. God, would you speak? I'm listening. Maybe it's something simple like that. Anyways, you know what the things are for you, but don't miss a moment to reflect, look back and respond. Um, So here's some little tips. Journaling is amazing. Maybe you want to have more quiet time, more respond time, more reflection time. Here's some just fun little things that I think have, well, I know have helped me and I really think that they could help you. So for reading, you need to get a good fiction book, a historical fiction, awesome, or some good story that captivates your attention. Of course, like for me, I believe with everything in me that the Bible is the word of God. It is active and it is a lifeline. So that is my ultimate desires that you would know the word of God and hear God's voice, know him and love him. Paired with that, I cannot tell you how much I have loved getting into fiction because this story just captivates you. And it's like, you can't put the book down and you just want to keep reading and reading. And it it gives you an awe and wonder for our world, for creativity. And I think it honestly sparks my own creativity while with podcasts or with sermons or with writing or telling stories. So get a good fiction book, get a good journal and awesome pens. I linked some on the pens that I, or I talked about some of the pens and a journal before, but the growth book journal, it actually has changed my life. I love it. I could talk about it for hours. If you want, you can message me on Instagram. I'll tell you all about it, but go look at their journals. They are worth it. I think they're like 34 bucks. I've gotten many friends on them based on what my friends have already gotten me on and you will not regret it. So get a good journal, get some pens that you look forward to. And all this for me is paired with my morning time. I know that when I wake up, I'm going to have my Bible. I'm going to have a good book. I'm going to have a journal and my favorite highlighters. I'm going to sit in the same spot. My coffee is already going. I'm going to have my diffuser on with the oils that I love or light your favorite candle. There's like a good smell, a routine and something to look forward to makes a huge difference. Get yourself a pair of cheap, cozy socks that you know you're excited to wear in the morning, or maybe it's a sweatshirt or your favorite blanket, but have a routine, set boundaries so that you can enjoy your routine for me. Even in the last few weeks with Christmas and just the, the chaos of all of that, I haven't been going to bed early, which means I haven't been getting up early. And I miss that morning time. I miss the routine. It's it's all good. Like a good routine that you love and crave, you go back to. I remember on the exercise bike that I do, one of the, the instructors was like, if you don't make it fun, you won't want to come back. And it stuck with me because so often a workout, let's talk about workout. I'm sure we all have goals with that. A workout feels like punishment or you're there and you're miserable and you're dreading it. And it's like, I hate this and I hurt and I am not laughing. Well, the the bike that I do on the Peloton, which I'm obsessed with, I'll talk about that another time. 
It's actually changed my life also. But they talk about that. Make it fun. So if if you're just dreading everything about it, you won't want to come back. It will not be sustainable. Well, now I love, I choose my classes based on the music and I look forward to it. I put it by a window. I can see outside. It's good music. And I'm not, I have to remind myself like this is a privilege. This is a gift. So with your routine, if it's that you want to get up early, if it's that you want to exercise, whatever it is that you are saying, I'm reflecting and I want some changes, try to try to plan things around that, that make it enjoyable, that make it fun. Like I said, a good book, a good journal, some fun pens, your favorite coffee creamer, set on a timer so that when you wake up before you get downstairs, you can smell the coffee. These sound like silly things, but make a huge, huge difference because if you dread it, you probably won't want to do it. So that is my encouragement for you. As you reflect, don't miss this moment to at least reflect and respond as you look back at 2021. God designed our world into rhythms and seasons and a pace. And when it changes, the you know, the calendar changes into this new year, um, I think God can use that moment to have you look back and say, hey, I think some things need to change. And this quote, I just always, I don't know if someone made it up or I did, I'm sure someone else did because it seems like it's all over, but nothing changes if nothing changes. That's been something that has really stuck out to me of like things that I'm like, I want, I want change in these areas, but I'm like, well, if nothing's changing, nothing's going to change. And so that is my hope for you. And if you have any tips of things where you're like, this really helped or this rhythm has changed my life. I'm not kidding. I want to know. Absolutely. And please send me all your favorite books, historical fiction, especially I love or fiction books. Um, like I said, I'm going to be focusing a lot on my seminary reading, but reading is something I love and I've grown to love the more I've done it. So that is my hope and my encouragement for you.